welcome to Amateur Hour. My name is Chris, and joining me to talk about our what? Is the butt the right one? No, the butt is not the right okay, one. I didn't think so. Right. I was just remembering that I had it on the butt. All right. Well, <laughs> start over again, you amateurs. <laughs> So yeah, welcome to Amateur Hour, y'all. I'm Chris, and that's Ben, and we do not have our uh, mic set on the butt setting anymore, yes. which if you have a Blue Yeti, you, you know what we're talking about. When uh, when in doubt, don't have it set to the butt setting. <laughs> it is not a good setting for two people. Um, so terrible jokes aside. I was thinking about trying to find a way to legally put Hello Darkness, My Old Friend as our intro music instead of uh, our normal song, because... Sadly, this is the last amateur soccer match we're going to talk about this year. Yes. Um, but uh, after that amazing intro, I'm just going to do the regular one. <laughs> but uh, anyways, so yeah, as I just said, and as you guys probably already know by the title and or you're plugged in, uh, the Myrtle Beach Mutiny, who was the last Carolina amateur team still playing soccer, uh, have lost in the playoffs to Reading United AC, is that what they're called? Yeah, I think it's Athletic Club. I actually don't know. I was wondering what Pro- that was. It probably is Athletic it Club. It made me laugh because the hashtag was Rock or R A, no, R A R U A C V Myrtle Beach, mm. but it was like Guac but with an R, is the way so I remember. Rock. Yeah, Rock. I can see why you say Rock now. Rock. Okay. Wasn't there another team with the name Rock in Black there? Rock? Black Rock. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's confusing. Yes, it was very, um, it was very back and forth. So, so Benji and I, uh, Ben watched this game live while I was working really hard. I happened to work at a certain facility that might have been in the news recently for having some suspicious activity on their network. Um, Sorry. Basically, <laughs> don't take credit for it. They'll come find you. Uh, basically, that meant I had to work very, very hard all week this week. I've got so much overtime hours, it's not even funny. So I wasn't able to really pay attention. I snuck away to check the score from time to time. <laughs> And uh, make sure, I don't know, see how Ben was doing with his whole live tweeting because, you know, that's always interesting. Live tweeting is tough. It is. It's why we haven't done it that much this season. And I just was saying, you know, if you want to because you're always on your phone anyway, I figured, yeah, maybe you'll just boop, 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 yeah. say something. But uh, from what I heard, it was a great game. But we went to sit down to uh, watch uh, the match so I could see it for the first time and Ben could see it again because it was such a fun game. And unfortunately, it appears the game's been pulled from YouTube. Yeah. I don't know if it's one of those lovely uh, copyright things because the other game that was played in Reading that day is up, but that one isn't. I checked everywhere. We can't find it. When we click on the link, it says video is no longer available. Yeah. So, unfortunately, I'm going into this more or less blind, so I need you to tell me a story, Ben. Tell Um, me what you saw while you were drinking your pirate beer last night. Yes, it was such a good pirate beer. What was it? It was uh, Heavy Seas Tropicanon. There's a pun there. So it doesn't um, have, like, pineapple in it or something? Um, no pineapple. It's more like... Coconut? No coconut. Well, it's well, just, like, tropical fruity... Um, it, different fruits and whatnot. Oh, okay. Uh, like, there was, I think, peach... Not peach. Peach isn't very 
whatever. Tropical. There was tropical fruits. Um, it was very delicious. Mm-hmm. It was an all, a whole 7.2% ABV. Um, but that's not why you're here. Um, <clears throat> it was... Uh, it started off really um, high-paced, high-energy. Um, a little bit of the mutiny basically... Um, defending for their lives. Um, okay. They did not jump too ahead, but they didn't get too, too settled in for very much of the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a number of corners that Redding had. I almost think, I mean, I was looking at the stats. They say that there was six corners for Redding. I would be very surprised if four of those were not in the first half. Wow. And basically, like, Back to back, there were, there was a number of moments where it, it was tough for uh, Myrtle Beach to, to get out of their own half. Honestly, um, Reading was a team that scored thirty three goals and only allowed eight, I believe. Um, I know they only allowed eight goals, so they're they're a very stout team. They hadn't lost all year. They were like twelve zero and two, I believe. Um, this was the team that had like thirty eight points. You said was it? Um, they had, were they the ones that were in the really tough division that like yeah yeah three teams so like the the Red Bulls are also in the same division yeah 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 mm-hmm. okay yep um but yeah so they uh, they looked like a team that had not lost all year they were they were very basically whenever Myrtle Beach Myrtle Beach had the ball they mm-hmm. were attacking it and they were aggressive and, and whatnot <clears throat> but all that being said um, Myrtle Beach did have some good moments in the first half um as obvious as it may be Reading scored in the first half I think it was the 27th minute yes I was just looking at that um and it was it was an all-around really good play um by by Reading they they broke down the defense and took their shot but but like I was kind of saying Myrtle Beach still it didn't feel like they were down 1-0 and it didn't feel like they um adjusted their game plan or really were distraught to go down um i know they had gone down a couple times um earlier in the season and they won by multiple goals Mm. um so it wasn't something that was unfamiliar territory for them i suppose um and they still were pressing they still were attacking pretty well i don't have first and second half comparison stats but i would they, they they were they were kind of struggling to get into the box and get off shots. They they had a lot of really good opportunities where they were playing out wide and whatnot. Um, they played pretty darn well, all things considered. Um, but first half ended 1-0. Um, <laughs> That's amazing when you see the final score line. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's funny because I was I was thinking that this was it was a very back and forth game and and, and uh, had a lot of action throughout. But really, that last 20 minutes, um, 70th minute on, was the it was hard. It, that was the hardest part too about darn large live tweeting. It was every time I tweeted something, something else happened. Yeah, well, that, um, that's why when we went down to Myrtle Beach, I got to where yeah. I'm like, I don't want to tweet anymore because I keep missing stuff. Yep, it's. Uh, but uh, I don't remember too too much from the beginning of the first half. I, I do remember um, the the main adjustment change was um, Redding was playing a very high line and was obviously very attacking in the first half. They changed it entirely in the second half, and they were playing a lot more back. They were going to soak up pressure and, and hopefully 
uh, stop Myrtle Beach from scoring like they so had they in the just, first half. We're just trying to hold on to that 1-0 lead or something? Essentially. They weren't quite parking the bus, but they – I'd be amazed if they had two guys that were really attacking. And I know they oh, wow. definitely had one, but they were they were very back. Huh. Um, what, what, what do you think prompted that with how they played in the first half? Like just they figured Myrtle Beach eventually is going to score because they always score or – um. I don't know. I mean, I guess it was probably a tactical change. I mean, the other thing, too, about Myrtle Beach in the first half was that they – I was a little concerned based on the game and the flow of the game that they were going to run out of steam in the second half mm. because they were constantly running. They were using a lot of energy. Myrtle um, Beach, you mean? Or? Myrtle Beach, okay. yeah. So I, that may have been what was going into uh, Reading, United's, Reading United's coach, uh, his thought process was that – they're maybe a little bit more tired, so they're not going to be as threatening. Um, and the moments that Myrtle Beach did look um, better were, were opportunities where they got out in space and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, as they were um, parking the bus, if you will, um, they, they were closing out passing lanes and whatnot. But it didn't take too, too long for Myrtle Beach to score um, – Wish I knew exactly what happened on the goal. Um, there was a, there were so many goals; it's hard to keep track of them all in my head. <laughs> I, um, I want to say, I wonder when John Ander or uh, yeah, John Ander Ibarando came on because he, as usual, was a game changer. <laughs> yes, he he only well. So if he played thirty five minutes, well, that's I'm including stoppage time. Um, I feel pretty confident. Yeah, let's go ahead and say this. Um, one of the goals <laughs> that Myrtle Beach scored was on a, an absolutely great play by John Ander where he broke through the defense. He put a curling shot in the, at, towards the goalkeeper, and, and he saved it only to have um, a Myrtle Beach player follow through and, and head the ball in, mm. um, which I'm pretty sure was the first goal. Um, great analysis here. <laughs> I was sounding really good for a little while there, uh, but well, it was a lot to keep track of, especially when we don't have video. Because I mean, you were live tweeting, you were enjoying, you were having your beer, and the whole plan was we were going to watch this game the next day because we yes. figured this is the playoffs. They're not going to get rid of the videos on the playoffs. Now you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so bummed because even though I knew the result, you told me like I, the message you sent me. Yeah, when I told so you, I was wow. right. Ha! I was right. I was looking at their tweets. Oh, good. So. You just scored off a header. I'm pretty confident that was the only header. Um, but it was interesting because uh, um, uh, I was thinking to myself, well, this may – this is obviously – because the mutiny in that first um, 25 minutes or so in that first, second half, they they were controlling everything. Right. Um, and I was interested to see how the Reading was going to literally flip the script and try to attack. Mm. In that in that moment, considering they have been playing extremely defensive and not putting people forward and, and whatnot, um, it took a minute. Uh, they scored. I want to say it, it may have been thirty seconds after the opening after the the kickoff after the goal. Um, it, it was literally seventieth minute, seventy first minute goal. Um, so it, it, they they scored again, um, and it was breading. Yes, okay. yeah. Reading scored again, so they, they went up two one, um, and it was the guy who scored it. He he had a really um, excellent second half. It was uh, Bennett. What's his first name? Okay, uh, Corey Bennett. 
Corey. Corey with a K. K. All right then. Yeah, he had he he also had um, I think. Oops, sorry. Don't play footsies um, with me. <laughs> it's a podcast. I don't know about that. <laughs> he uh, he had a total of six shots, so he led the game with six shots, and obviously. Um, yeah, two two Redding. goals. Yeah. Um, two, two goals. goals yeah. yeah, and it, it was interesting. His second goal was was something else too that happened later on. Um, but it, it also didn't take too much longer for. Uh, Mutiny uh, to equalize again. It was mm-hmm. uh, five minutes later from what I'm seeing here. And if I'm not mistaken, Piggott was the guy. He was the guy who scored the second goal to tie it up. He was a player in the first half that I felt like was a major contributor, just wasn't getting that final uh, attacking uh, play, I suppose. Mm. Um, so it was good to see him get a goal. John Ander uh, Iberando got the assist there. Um, of course he did. Yes. Um, <laughs> and then uh, it didn't take much longer. Nine minutes later. Uh, this is what threw me off about this. So yeah. I think, I, I don't know the exact minute that I took a mini water break to try to sneak a peek at the score. <laughs> yeah. Because that's the only thing I was really able to do. I was able to take my lunch which ends or dinner, which ends before this game kicked off, unfortunately. And then I would sneak out occasionally to grab some water. And I checked my phone. It's 2-2. Two, two. Yep. I go back maybe 15 minutes later I come back out and it's the final result I was like what what happened yeah it's uh it it did not let up it was it was something where this game I I think I said I don't know what point of the game was but I it may have been after the the fourth goal was scored or the the tied up uh 2-2 goal but uh it was an extremely entertaining well done also you think a four-three scoreline, there just was no defense. Both teams played amazingly. Yeah. Um, they they basically um, they they played exceptional. They it was a four-three score, but both teams played really well. Um, the one thing I want to show you, this is a podcast and it's a video, which is terrible. Yeah. But the thing I was telling you about, where it got insane. Yeah, I haven't been able to watch this yet. Um, maximize this. This is tough. Yeah, definitely maximize it. Uh, <laughs> This was probably the craziest moment of the whole game because it's Mutiny's 2-2. Red, right? Mutiny is red. Assumed. You're like, oh, my God, they're going to score on a stupid back heel. Nope. What? Nope. What? Did nope. he kick it into the keeper twice? Basically. It was. Oh, oh, oh yeah. my God. It was insane. It was <laughs> one of the crazier moments. I'm going to um, have to watch that again here in a minute. Wow. Yeah, it was. It's worth a watch. Um, There's a tweet. We'll retweet it if, if uh, Ben didn't already yesterday on the the, the Twitter. Uh, I'm probably going to release this as soon as we're done with it because why not? It's uh, it it was a crazy moment, um, and, and it it showed how well uh, Myrtle Beach's keeper Perez, I believe, um, had been playing. He Santos, my mistake, Santos. That's not the same thing. Calling him Perez the whole game. Yeah, blame it on the announcers, man. No, I think they were. Hey, that happens. We know that. Even the, the quote-unquote professional announcers in the USL get players' names wrong all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he, regardless, it was uh, that was another moment where it was just insane. Um, and I, it may have been shortly after that that uh, I had said that this was one of the best games I've seen. Oh, um, you all year. I, I can quote you here. Yeah. Because uh, I texted you after the match to say mm-hmm. uh, about a certain tweet that we'll talk about in a second. Because I'm actually really curious about this. Uh, we'll talk about it whenever um, you mention Redding's next goal. But 
I told you I can't wait. I couldn't stay away from score, but I can't wait to watch it anyway. And you said absolutely worth a watch regardless. Possibly the most entertaining game I've seen all year, World Club, World Cup included. Yeah. This World Cup was pretty entertaining, especially yeah. considering World Cups. And uh, that that to me was like, oh crap, I got to see this game, and now it's gone. So please, 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 Reading. Reading United. I know it's an old game. I don't care if it takes you a couple of weeks. Whatever. <laughs> your the issues if you had like maybe I accidentally played the Kanye song. Whatever. We've been there. Like. Please get this video back up somewhere so I can watch it. Because even though it's sad that Myrtle Beach Mutiny, the team I was definitely pulling for, not you guys, <laughs> didn't win, I still want to see it because I mean, yeah. it sounds like it was an amazing game. Oh, it was crazy. Um, and it, the other thing leading after that two-two insanity that happened right. in the box, Reading was still attacking heavily. Um, they went up three-two, and it was it was a crazy moment where guys scored a goal. And it was Corey Bennett again, his his second of the game. And very shortly after, um, well, right after, actually, he went to the ground and was injured. So I, I think he came off the pitch at that point. Oh, wow. Um, which was, I can't believe I've seen that anytime recently. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it did come off the pitch, if I'm not mistaken. But um, right after that, I was like, well, damn, now uh, Myrtle Beach has got to come back again. And thought to myself, well, this, I mean, it's the 87th minute. There's still time. Uh, m- maybe there'll be three minutes of extra time, but either way, it, it's going to be tough because uh, Reading was as equally defensively capable as Myrtle Beach was, um, undoubtedly. Hmm. Um, but uh, it, was, it was definitely interesting because at that moment, I was like, well, we're going to see what happens. And. I do want to ask you something about before we move on to any more goals with yeah. the Reading's third goal. I saw something on Twitter that's now no longer there about a potential handball. That yeah, should have been called. Did you see it or? I don't. I guess it would have no. like the way the way the tweet read was it was right before the goal, so like on the other end. But you didn't see it on first glance, and we can't no. go back and watch it, unfortunately. It, yeah, it's. I really wish I was able to remember this. It, I think I lost it in the shuffle of tweeting and whatnot because right. I don't recall the only yeah the only sort of I don't know I, I really don't remember it unfortunately um, but apparently it should have been a penalty for mutiny according to this tweet yeah uh, it wasn't called and then they drove right down and scored the third goal for Reading so uh, hopefully something like that didn't happen because um, that, that definitely would have been a massive momentum swinger but yeah. I was just curious if you had saw that because like I said we can't go back and watch no, fortunately we can't. No. Um, but it was interesting too because after that four-two goal that went up, that uh, three-two Redding, or four-two, four-two. Okay. When when Reading scored again, it was um, either before, right at the 90th minute, or shortly after extra time had started. And I thought, well, this is it's probably over. Unfortunately, right. it wasn't. But Two maybe goals a minute extra more. Time. Yeah. And and John Ender or John Ender Iberando scored another goal, or scored his first goal, I should say. Right. Um, and tied it up, and I was like, well, we're going <laughs> to, we're gonna, this is going to come down to the wire. Um, it, it was really impressive to see Myrtle Beach continue to to attack a team that had played that well. Only let eight goals in all game, and they let in three in one game. It, that shows you how good the Mutiny are, um, and, obvi- and obviously how excellent of a team they are and how well coached and everything, because... You see teams all the time. They go down one. You have that much 
energy you're going to have to exert to go down an emotional back and forth. It, it was a fun game, and it, it, it was a tough loss for them, unfortunately. Um, but all in all, uh, an exciting game, a fun game to watch. Um, they didn't go down without a fight, I think is the biggest thing I'll take from it, too. Because, I mean, you you got to imagine these players going into this game, well, we're playing at their home, too. Yeah. Can't forget about that. They're, they're playing at their home. It's easily probably, well, they played Lions Bridge. But maybe maybe twice maybe as farthest. far of a, of a trip yeah, um, compared to something else. So they're, they're traveling farther away, so that's going to be a toll on them. Um, something a lot of the players may not be used to. Um, so you think there's a lot of mental adversity they're going to have to play through. But they went toe-to-toe with one of the best teams in the PDL. Yeah, I mean, they were the home team, like you said. They mm-hmm. had the most points in the East. Yeah, that's something, too. So, and while maybe half of that division, you could argue, were weak. Yeah. They did have two other very tough opponents who probably both deserved to get in the playoffs, but only one did, and Red Bull. And Red Bull's who they're playing tonight. Yep. So that tells you they come from a solid uh, – they played against solid opposition, and yet they've not lost. So good on the mutiny for at least, you know, going toe-to-toe with them. And also it's worth noting, too, I know they mentioned a couple different players that were in the top such-and-such um, such of the, the prospects in the PDL. They were playing against the top prospect of the PDL, uh, Aaron uh, Molly? Molly? Molly, Molly, Molly. We should watch Austin Powers. Um, oh, and then there's another one at seven. Malloy. Um, That's definitely Malloy. Malloy? Oh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Um, ben is renowned for his mispronunciation. Watch, I got it wrong and you got it right. That'd be funny. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, a number of their players are, in, are considered some of the, de- the best prospects in, the, right. in the, the country, really, without a doubt. So it's, uh, it's another bit of... Even though you didn't get the win, it's another point of... Yeah. They didn't embarrass themselves. They, they yeah. represented the Carolinas and the South Atlantic well. Absolutely. In the Eastern Conference. Yeah. I mean, there, there's only so many teams that get into these playoffs. It's a Final Four when you go right into it for the conference. So, mm-hmm. you know, they got knocked out the first round, but they got knocked out to probably the best team in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, I mean, if you look at it, um, I'm assuming this is at the latter point... Yeah, this was probably the last power rankings before the playoffs. Reading was the top. Oh, there you they, go. They were literally facing the, the toughest team they could have faced, um, and they went toe-to-toe with them. Yeah. Um, so an unfortunate end to their season, but not one without moments that were exceptional and a game that wasn't that was yeah. worth watching and, and uh, good for the team, right. I suppose. So at time of recording, uh, Reading is going to play in New York Red Bulls today. I'm not sure the exact time. I plan on releasing this podcast pretty quick, um, especially since I'm not going to try to look for a free version of Hello Darkness, my old friend. Yeah. Uh, which would have been kind of funny, but I just love your "Who's on the butt setting. Right? We got to make that the intro. Uh, I swear, like, a lot of these at the beginning were scripted, but it's amazing the ones we've just had. Like, yeah. obviously, one where a guest has yelled at us, yeah, we asked them to do that. But, <laughs> like, all those silly ones, me and Ben, most of those just happened. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, they are playing tonight. Let me see if I can see what time it is. I mean, I don't care that much because, frankly, they're not a Carolina team. We're a Carolina soccer podcast. Yep. Um, that said, uh, oh, we're going to be interviewing someone who's not. It's yeah, it's tonight at seven. So yeah. maybe right when I've released it, if you hear it. By the time you've heard this, I'm sorry, you've probably missed a good chunk of the game <laughs> if you were interested. But it's going to be two really good teams in Reading versus Red Bull, New York Red Bull, uh, U23s, I think is what they are. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, I guess they have to be being in the PDL. And that's for a chance in the PDL playoffs. But at this point, there are no more Carolina teams uh, playing amateur soccer. So even though I said we don't really care about teams outside the Carolinas in amateur soccer, that's not 100% true. There is one team we care very much about, and that is Lions Bridge FC. Yeah. I am. When I first heard that we were going to have all but one Carolina team in the South Atlantic, and all but one team in our South Atlantic wasn't a Carolina team, it kind of made me mad. I'm like, why couldn't the Bantams be in instead of Lions Bridge? Mm. But having said that, now that I, you know, I got to talk with Mike Vest before the season even started. I got to follow Lions Bridge and see the cool stuff they're doing up there. I am so glad they were in the South Atlantic this year. Yeah. I don't know if it would be more uh, beneficial for them in the future to go elsewhere because, um, from what I heard, uh, going from Newport News to Myrtle Beach is a long trek. So I don't know if they'll be in the division in the future, but I am so glad they were this year because I have been very much enjoying getting to know them. And all of you are going to get to know them a little bit better because we are going to talk with Mike Vest for our next episode. Yeah, Uh, yeah. He's one of the head dudes over there at Lions Bridge, and uh, he's a lot of fun to talk with. He, you know, we, you've heard us talk about him before. He's a guy we met down in Myrtle Beach as well. Really good dude. So I'm looking forward to talking with him and talking about how their first season went on and off the field and what they expect going forward because they're doing some really impressive things up there. And what I wish was North 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 Carolina, but it is actually Newport News, Virginia. Yep. But uh, and then after that, we will have either one or two more episodes. Uh, not sure yet, but we for our Patreon, um, we had two members who contributed uh, at a level in which they get to be guests on a podcast. Uh, Chris Allen, aka Grinch, and Alex Warren, who is uh, Ben's co-host on Talking Jacks. Uh, they're both going to come on to talk about you know what amateur soccer means to them, and I'm really interested. And both their stories, how Alex got into soccer and Grinch, that dude loves him some soccer, some local soccer Mm -hmm. all over the place. I want to know what that's about. I want to know why Lugnut's name is Lugnut. There's so much stuff I want to ask him. Uh, And uh, we're going to bring that to you guys after the Lions Bridge episode. And something really exciting happened. Now is the uh, episode exciting. Dang it, I thought this game was a lot later. What kind of a West Coast game is it 5 o'clock in the evening? I don't know, something to be considered to the eastern seaboard people. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's better than 11 o'clock. This has nothing to do with uh, amateur soccer in the Carolinas or in Lionsbridge, so that's okay. Sounders not an amateur team. So the Sounders like your new favorite West Coast team because of David Estrada? No, they were playing, uh, well, this was Sounders proper. Oh, or real Sounders, Sounders proper playing the, the Whitecaps. I thought that would have been. Oh, that yeah, that should have been. Yeah, I don't know why. I've never seen a West Coast game this early in the day. Well, we can throw it on. Watch second half. It's the afterwards. 88th minute. What? <laughs> I know. That's what well, I'm trying to figure out. Okay, fair enough. Well, anyways, I'm keeping all this in. I'm not even going to bother editing it out. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. Thank you, Ben, yes. for carrying the weight on this one since I didn't get to watch the freaking game. And it was the only thing we were going to talk about this week. And I was like, dude, we're going to go so in-depth. We're going to do it like yeah. an episode of Talking Jacks. We're going to break down this. We're going to talk about that. It's going to be great. 
And no, instead we rambled for 27 minutes. And Ben, I feel like you did a really good job of explaining the game. I tried to. So I really appreciate you. Um, And uh, we'll be back with Mike Vest of Lionsbridge next week. Thanks.